The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sanders and Rico back with you here on the ticket. It's the happy hour on a Friday. 402-464-5685 is the way to get in contact with us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers text line and the Honda Lincoln hotline, as well as the Allo video stream, channel 951 on Allo, the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, plenty of places, whether you're listening on the app, whether you're listening on the FM dial, we appreciate you hanging out with us. On your Friday afternoon. Okay, let's start here. The Pac-12 is in the middle of their media days currently. And it's it's being held in Las Vegas. You might have heard uh, some of us yesterday talking about the fact that Dion is not going to be at Pac-12 media days. Yeah, that is the worst possible news if you're yes. the Pac-12 because you're trying to stay alive. You're trying to convince people like, hey, we still play football. We're still important. People will come look at us. And probably, I mean, he's the newest, obviously, coach, but the probably most popular coach, most well-known coach. The face the of the Pac-12. Pac-12. Not there. The face of the Pac-12 this offseason is, unfortunately for the conference, not in attendance. Getting foot surgery. Yeah, which which, which is understandable, look, right? Especially with the issues that he's yeah. had. Hope for the best for, uh, for Coach Prime. But either way... So, commissioner for the Pac-12 conference, George Kliakoff, was talking earlier today and said a couple interesting things. The Pac-12 is still waiting on their media rights deal, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and this comes after, obviously, the SEC has re-upped on their media rights deal With with the Big 12 has with Fox and a little bit of ESPN. You have, obviously, the Big Ten firmly in the grasp of Fox and CBS and a little NBC. And the Pac-12 struggles to get, I guess... Is the ACC with the ESPN? Yes. But you have the Pac-12 that is struggling to get people to watch their games at night because if you're on the East Coast, they're being played at 11 p.m. If you're on the... In the Midwest, excuse me, they're being played at 10 p.m. 
It's rough. And they're, they're not wrapping up until 11.15. You so, try, have you ever tried to like stay up? For oh, like I, a, I see. Now I'm I I stay up for a Pac-12 game every weekend. See, I try, and it, it's very once in a while, depending on the game. If Utah's playing somebody good, usually I'll stay up. You you and your Utah Utes. I don't man. know why, man. Big Utah guy, but it, usually I'll try and stay up for him. But like, there was one time it was like Oregon State and I don't. I think it was like Oregon State and Stanford, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not doing this. So like, okay, so let's look at college football week one games. Because we know what like Thursday night's games hold, um, and I, I will say like obviously, I'm probably a little more inclined to stay up at the beginning of the season when it's still fresh rather than like week nine. Yeah, because frankly, I, I'm not necessarily all that interested in Oregon State and Utah State. Oh, how dare you! Right. So anyway. Uh, when you look at so the the night games for the Pac-12 here in Week One, if I can just quickly s- skim, um, let's see, we got San Jose State at USC on August 26th. Uh, that Thursday, Florida at Utah, Southern Utah at Arizona State. Friday, Stanford goes to Hawaii, um, plays at 10 p.m. I think our time. Uh, Saturday, that's uh, September 2nd. Colorado at TCU, Dion's first game. Yeah. They have to go down to Fort Worth. Portland State at Oregon. Boise State at Washington. That one's on ABC. California. Cal goes to North Texas. So I guess more more importantly, what, what would be the better way to do this is looking at conference schedules because nobody's really going to want to watch Northern Arizona versus Arizona, right? I mean, so like week eight, for example, October twenty first. Is that when they start theirs, or do they have any earlier? No, no, they have earlier, but middle of the season. Is somebody going to stay up at ten p.m. for an eight o'clock Western or West Coast kickoff between Arizona State and Washington? What about UCLA and Stanford? I mean, week two, there's a good one. Washington State and but this is once we get towards the middle of the season. Yeah, when that when everybody else is playing conference games. Yeah, I get it. Washington State at, at Oregon. Right, you might watch the first quarter, but otherwise you're going to struggle to. You're going to be like get people done. to stay watching through the fourth quarter, and part of that is talent in the conference. Mm-hmm. And the Pac-12 necessarily doesn't have bad teams. Utah's going to be good. Oregon State has DJ Uyunglele now. Mm-hmm. They're going to be they're going to be something to watch under uh, under their head coach, who I'm completely come on. You like Lincoln? I know. It's not John Anderson. Nope. Um, you can do it. I believe in you. Do you know who it is, Rico? I don't, but I know. Me? No, I know you know. Oregon State football. Um, I, I'm gonna know it right. Jonathan gonna, Smith. I say you're gonna get mad at yourself. It's very basic. I almost said John Anderson. I said John Anderson. It's Jonathan Smith. It's very basic. But either way, and then obviously you have the talent at USC with Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. You have Dan Landing at Oregon. Um, Chip Kelly at UCLA. Chip Kelly at UCLA. Deanna, Colorado, obviously. Yeah. So, like, there's going to be team, There's going to be eyeballs. Like, I'll probably find myself on a random week, week five. I'll probably find myself turning in or turning to an USC at Colorado game or an Oregon at Stanford game. That's actually going to – hold on. What week is that? It week is five? week five, September 30th. What? Where, who's Nebraska have on September 30th? Just look behind you. The card's right behind you. Michigan at home. Dang it! I was going to say, you want to go to Colorado? No. <laughs> I don't need to twice. I'd want to see Caleb uh, I want to see Caleb Williams. That's as close as he's going to get. 
Not if he goes to the Chiefs. Well, he's not going to go to the Chiefs. <laughs> he's not going to go to the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I no, no, we no, don't. I don't. No, we're not going to miss we're Michigan. We're not missing Michigan. Ob- no, obvious. That's why I'm saying. I'm, either I'm way, if it was like Rutgers or something, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Don't do that to Rutgers. What? Um, I mean, we have to cover them for our job, like regardless. But I don't know. Either way, back to the story. Kliukov, the Pac-12 commissioner, has doubled down and stands firm on not being concerned about media rights deals. And what the Pac-12 is sort of going towards and what it's going to be uh, probably having to iron out will be some sort of combined streaming and cable media rights deal. Whether that's, like, you look at streaming and this this craze of streaming has kind of settled down a little bit, it feels like, because now I don't know what the pulse is like on the western part of the country, but there's people going to cable going back to cable because they don't like the, the the delay, the lag, the buffering. They don't like that. The fact that you could just lose it randomly. That, yeah, and that it's a little bit of delayed. Like, it's a couple minutes after stuff actually happens, and nowadays with Twitter and with all these social media apps that are updating games and live tweets, you can people get frustrated if Things they, can, they can see the results on their phone before they watch them on the TV. And so, I mean, have you ever been sitting there, you're watching the Nebraska game, and all of a sudden your phone vibrates, you look down, you see Nebraska scored, and it's like two plays later? Yeah, exactly. So so a lot of people are going back to cable. Um, more importantly, you have obviously um, some streaming outlets are already making partnerships with professional organizations. For example, Apple TV, which was one that was being in, in discussion with the Pac-12 conference, has made a partnership with MLS and with soccer. And that makes sense although with the success of uh whatever that show is. I well, what, whatever show. whatever your lane is, it's going to draw and make eyeballs gravitate towards Apple TV. In, in the places that have MLS teams or want to follow them because similar to an NFL Sunday ticket, you're going to have to get Apple TV to watch the MLS games. So, first of all, significantly less money is coming towards the Pac-12 when it's divvied out per school because you're losing brands such as USC and UCLA. In addition to that, there's also been talks about how Colorado has wanted to move. Mm-hmm. There's obviously discussions about Oregon and Utah and Washington, Washington, especially more so than Utah, I would suppose, that they are like, you know what? Maybe we need to get out of the Pac-12 conference. Maybe we should leave before things get too serious. And so George George Kliakoff, once again, at Pac-12 Media Days this week, says, quote, the Big 12 poaching our teams is not a concern. Because he is genuinely confident you sure about that? that once they get their media rights finished, then the realignment on college athletics is going to shift in favor of the Pac-12 conference. And that teams and programs are going to want to join the Pac-12. What does he know that we don't know? Because I I find it hard to believe that waiting this this whole time, waiting for a, a media rights deal to pop up and for the Pac-12 to snag onto something is going to change the minds of all of these teams who have pretty mm-hmm. much written off the Pac-12 for quite some time now. Well, I, I don't s- think that you getting a media rights deal is all of a sudden going to convince Oregon and Washington, oh, hey, oh, maybe the Pac-12 is the best idea. Well, I mean, let's think about it this way. What are some of the biggest fish out in the sea? For the Big Ten... 
it's obviously the teams like Oregon, like Washington and such. I mean, Notre Dame's the biggest fish out there. Yes. I don't see Notre Dame going to the Pac-12. I Not think an absolute, no, no, no. no they're, if anything, they're between, they will go to the Big Ten. Yeah, they're, well. Or ACC. I would say they're between ACC, Big Ten, and SEC. But now what I would say for the Pac-12 conference, you look at, okay, who are some of the, the realistic fish out in the sea for the Pac-12 conference? You could have said BYU, they lost but that. They, they just signed with the, Big 12. with the Big 12. If you're not worried about geography, obviously a lot of these teams that signed with the Big 12 could have been names. But now you're going to be looking at a lot of Mountain West teams, such as Boise, such as San Diego State, who's already unhappy with the Mountain West. Yeah, already wants to get out. Those are the in Utah State potentially. Mm-hmm. Those are a lot of the teams that you're going to be looking at, and then you ask the question of when you're a when you're a cable provider or you're a, a media company, how much value does losing Oregon Oregon but making up for it in Utah State? do for you. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So and not say, a lot. You lose USC, you replace them with San Diego State. Does that really help? Abs- no, not even, not even no. close. You lose, even close. You lose Oregon, and you replace them with Boise State. Doesn't help. No, and so that's what's crazy. I mean, it's interesting to hear things coming out of Pac-12 media days uh, and, and George Kliakov, the Pac-12 commissioner, because he seems to believe that there are no issues and no, no problems uh, with the Pac-12 conference, and maybe there's not. Maybe he knows something that we don't know in conversations behind closed doors with the Oregons, with the Washingtons, with those types of teams that have been in headlines about Pac- or about conference realignment. But it's also part of it is if you're an Oregon or a Washington, do you want to – it's it's a back to that, that cliche phrase of if you can't beat them, join, join them. them. And the Pac-12 – is trend is trending towards a spot where they won't be able to compete or beat the SEC and Big Ten. Mm-hmm. There, there's not enough big names out there for the Pac-12 to really compete anymore with the Big Ten and the SEC. Their best bet is to attempt to compete with the Big Twelve for that fourth spot mm-hmm. in the in the um, uh, Power Five conference because you've got. SEC, Big Ten, swap one and two, regardless, however you feel about whatever. ACC is pretty much in a solid third just because of, I mean, they're very top-heavy with Clemson leading the way and Florida State, Miami kind of uh, coming up, nipping at their heels. But the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are, are kind of bringing up the rear. The Big 12, however, making a push to, to make it higher up on that in that um, Power 5 uh, scale. But the Pac-12, I mean, there's not enough – teams out there with brand recognition high enough to keep you 
that relevant. Like, you're going to have these teams that you still have in your Oregons and your Washingtons if you can keep them. If this brand, if this um, um, TV deal that you have so much faith in is able to keep the Ducks and the Huskies in the Pac-12, go right ahead and, and do that. But I find it hard to believe that the Pac-12, after everything that's been going on, after losing USC and UCLA, losing their commissioner, and waiting this long to announce a TV deal, truly has something in the works that is going to allow them to keep their remaining brand names. You'll be able to keep a Washington State, an Oregon State, uh, maybe a Stanford and a Cal, but outside of those teams, maybe an Arizona and Arizona State, however you might, you, mm-hmm. you could lose an Arizona to a to a Big 12 if they truly want to build a very powerful basketball conference. Like there's There are so many different options you have to look out for. The Pac-12 is going to be in a lot of trouble if this TV deal isn't truly monumental blow your socks off like he's like uh he believes that it might be so this this article comes from from cbssports.com and in it once again we're talking pac-12 media days as george kliakov talked to the talked to the media in the pac-12 country earlier this morning from las vegas and there's a couple just interesting quotes in here from the pac-12 commissioner just as a refresher the big 10 and the sec signed hefty media rights deals that, that ties them in with their providers for the next decade or so. The Big 12's media rights deal was for about six years with ESPN and Fox, That and that one begins in 2025. And then the ACC is under contract with ESPN until 2036. However, Such a long time. the Pac-12's media rights deal currently expires in 2025. And the Pac-12 conference has been working for over a year to find a new contract that will keep it on par with the other five conferences, other Power Five conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something that George Kliakov said regarding conference realignment. Here, quote: "Our schools are committed to each other and to the Pac-12. We'll get our media rights deal done. We'll announce the deal. I think the realignment that's going on in college athletics will come to an end." The truth is, we've got bigger fish to fry. Um, he also adds, we'll move past all the bitter squabbling of the last year and we'll work together to make college athletics better. Holy shots at USC and UCLA. Yeah, big time, right? Also and, and also also a lot of a lot of other universities and institutions outside the Pac twelve that have made it known, hey, we're looking. Yeah. Most most notably, Brent Yormach, uh, uh, the Big 12's commissioner, mm-hmm. right? Because at Big 12 Media Days, he was very open and transparent. And he's like, we're about, not done. We are going to always look for ways to add. Because the Big 12 right now is trying to catch up with the Big 10. Mm-hmm. They're that's, gonna that's be, where they're at right They're going to be two members behind after this year, after Oklahoma and Texas leave. And they're going to be looking to add some more people. Like I just said, those Arizona schools look mighty pretty for the Big 12. And here's what's interesting here. George Kliakoff, and this really uh, applies to the media rights deal side of things. Quote, I will tell you what we've seen is that the longer we wait for our media deal, the better our options get. I think our Pac-12 board realizes that there's an underlying shift in the media market. We're long-term taking advantage of that. But short-term, it has provided some hiccups. So what's interesting... I don't get it. That they feel like the longer that they wait to accept or, I guess, settle for a media rights deal, that more media companies and media markets are going to come to the party. I mean, there are going to be eyes on – it's football. 
people are going to watch it. There are going to be eyes on it. It's not as much as the other conferences. People are going to watch Pac-12 football. People are going to watch Pac-12 uh, basketball as well. But it's to say that you're going to have people knocking on the door like, hey, we really want to we really want to pair with the Pac-12. I just and again, you know, we're not in the business. We don't know the, the phone calls and the meetings that are happening behind closed doors. But it just seems highly unlikely that this is truly going to happen. And to have hear him say, you know, these teams are committed to the Pac-12 and committed to each other when Colorado pretty much openly said that they're looking to get out of the Pac-12 and go to the Big 12. And you had Oregon and Washington flirting with the idea of leaving the Pac-12 for the Big 10 seems a little silly. I don't know what Kliakoff is. is I, again, we're not privy to the meetings or any of the phone calls or anything. If he was able to convince Oregon and Washington, like, this is going to be your best bet to, to stay in the Pac-12 and, um, you know, lead the way, so to speak, for Oregon at least with USC out of the way. But if he's able to convince those two to stay, it gives them, you know, two <laughs> pretty strong legs to stand on. But it's 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 pretty hard to believe. And just a reminder, um, and I wanted to look up the official numbers so that I would make sure that uh, I, I don't misquote it. Don't forget, the Big Ten just signed a deal that is seven worth seven billion dollars. That's how lucrative this next one is. And when you talk about, and this is where Kliakov mentioned uh, regarding potential expansions, we need to conclude our media rights deal first. And then we will decide on potential expansion. And a big reason why is because the Arizonas, the Arizona States, the Colorado, um, and in obviously Oregon and Washington, most notably, are waiting to see what that final value of that media rights deal is, is going to be. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten Conference distributed in 2022 and 2023, this last year, this last fiscal year, the Big Ten distributed around $59 million per school strictly from their media rights. The Pac-12 distributed $37 million still in 2022 lot. and 2023. It's still a lot. But it's not close. But it's not close to what the Big Ten member schools are going to be receiving from this new deal for the next decade Was or so. $22 million difference? It is. $22 million for your entire athletic department. $22 million. Sounds nice. So once again, that's why the Arizonas and, and like the Big Ten for or excuse me, the Big Twelve rather, was third in revenue distributed per member institution at forty nine million dollars. So yet the Big Ten or excuse me, it goes Big Ten, SEC, Big Twelve, ACC, Pac twelve. Yep. So if you're in Arizona, an Arizona state, you're looking at this going we don't even have to join the big dogs. Let us be in the Big 12. We'll get 15 more million a year, 20 more million a year, mm-hmm. and have a little more national re- respect, recognition, playing in the Big 12 conference, maybe playing a little bit of earlier football games, and we'll be able to have more eyeballs on us as a program. Now, a lot of this is centered around the football discussion, but there's more sports involved as well. So Arizona and Arizona State, I think, would fit really well in the Big 12. Yeah. It's it's going to be a really really fun, um, really really interesting mm-hmm. couple of days here and, and weeks as yeah. the Pac-12 finally decides how they want to orchestrate yeah. their media rights. And like deal. you said, it's mostly football. But can you imagine Arizona Kansas twice a year? Yeah, in bat in men's basketball. Mississippi Mud Dog asks, how much did the ACC distribute? ACC distributed forty one point three million dollars. Um, Notre Dame, a football independent. Mm-hmm. Received seventeen point four million in revenue from the ACC. 
be really cool if they just so. joined a conference. They would get more. Yeah. But that's where we're at. So once again, in the order of pay- approximate payouts per school, Big Ten at number one. And by the way, Nebraska uh, and, and a couple other schools, I want to make sure, Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers all received millions less as it came from Big Ten network earnings that predated the school's entrance to the league. So Nebraska got a little bit less than the 58 or Shafted. 59 million. How dare they? Um, but you look at revenue, the revenue uh, from the Big Ten, $845.6 million this last year. Pac-12, $580.9 million. Um, you're talking close to three hundred more million dollars that the Big Ten made strictly on media rights, to, or excuse me, for the 2022 uh, fiscal year. So. Stark difference, and then you're adding the LA market now as starting yeah. next this not this season, next season with yeah. USC and UCLA. Going to be more, which money. is why there's that seven billion dollar number as well. And now we're tied to ha- the new media. And then we're going to have to stay up late, and we're going to have to watch yeah. the USC and hey, UCLA. Hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for a Nebraska USC game. I am. That's going to be that's, pretty that's awesome. Sounds, that's really cool. That is going to, that is going to be pretty terrible. Don't, don't forget for, that 2025 schedule. Look, that is going to be pretty terrible for like, how, when does our pregame start? Ooh, well, if it's a, it's a 10, nine, 10 p.m. 10 kickoff, kickoff it'll be 7:30. 7:30 p.m. <laughs> Get your naps in live, live downtown at the news station. Ele- so it's 11 a.m. It's Northwestern and Rutgers on CBS. <laughs> And at 10 p.m., it's Nebraska USC. We're here for all of it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a day long day. Goodness Either way, gracious. looking forward to it. It's going to be good, especially. I mean, for for the conference, it's going to be good. Um, and other sports, we've already di- di- you know dive into that. We've already dove into that quite a bit. Where it's going to be good for for other sports such as uh, baseball, softball, men's basketball, women's basketball, um, and volleyball as well. So it's going to be good for for the, the Big Ten Conference going forward. Let's take our final timeout. We wrap up the week by bringing in Austin Orman, and we uh, get you ready for On the Block with Strick and Austin coming up just moments away. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.